Hello and welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Jordana. I'm Aileen. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, yes. Okay, so this week, a bunch of celeb bachelor shenanigans went down. Yes. Well, the first thing I feel like we need to talk about is Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin are technically married. Technically married. They didn't have like they a, got the license. They didn't have a small wedding, which she like said, which everyone said they did, but they just got a wedding license. Right. Which, that, doesn't everyone get a wedding license right before they get married? Yeah. So, what, so maybe they're probably planning some like secret getaway. What are your thoughts on this whole marriage? Okay. Debacle. She's she's 21. He's 24. Well, the re- I, I read that the reason why they got engaged was because she got was pregnant. Is she? Yeah. She, well, not anymore. And then that's that like oh, those paparazzi pictures of Justin crying hysterically in the middle of a walk and she's consoling him is because I think she lost it. Again, I read this like off some like rumor sites. And okay. it was supported by our f- well, employees. Right. Well, the reason they gave was that they were like talking to their preacher. Yes. And they just had like, the, he was, they made them like talk about some stuff before they could get married and it just be- got them very emotional. Yeah, he was emotionally about it, uh, the wedding. But I think that was the other, it's, it was that she was pregnant. They went to get married. Here, I don't know what it is, but I really like them. I don't. They seem... This is why I like them. Like, okay, Scooter Braun recently said that, like, I really thought Justin was going to die. He was, like, so fucked up. And, like, I thought, like, one day it was so bad that he was just going to never wake the up. The purple drink? On the... on the Scissor? Scissor. <laughs> Sounds so cool. <laughs> so white. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but then he got better. And now he's, like, all... He's, like, religious, like, into God. And and there, it, it makes me... Their relationship feels, like, pure. I don't know what it's to say about that. Like she seems like just like a, like a nice girl. Like she's a, no, there's nothing crazy about her. She's just I don't know. It seems there's nice. Nothing They're crazy like, about her because Justin's kind of crazy. They look. So they, she's like, but he doesn't seem that crazy anymore. They seem so sweet together. I don't this know. Is, I don't. I don't buy it. I think it's too soon. I don't understand why they have to get married. Why can't they just date? Well, that's that's a, that's an argument for any of these celebrities that go it, and rush engaged, into it like immediately and re- yeah because right. they need to spice up their well, lives. Here's the thing: I'm reading this book for um, our other podcast, You Up, um, which you can catch every Wednesday at five, and it's called The Five Love Languages, right? And the premise of the book is that people way people act when they're in love is very different than than when they are just like loving. So like the idea of marriage is like supposed to come after this in love feeling. You're a much better person to the person that you're like with when you're in this in love phase, because that's not really like who you are and it's not who they are. So you don't, and like until you get to that point of like, wait, so it's okay to say that you're not really that like an amazing of a human (laughs) after you're in the in love phase. Like that's an acceptable. Yeah. You're just never, that's not who you really are. No one is like that. It's like, no one is like the acts the way that they are in love when they, as they, the same way as they do 20 years into marriage, it becomes a different kind of love. Sometimes some would say it's even better because it's more about like, being there for the person and doing things that don't it's like because when you're in love you like want to do all this really nice shit for the person but being like working on love and being like really in like in a real relationship with that is like loving is um that has real love is about doing shit that you don't want to do yeah it's like the opposite of being in love actually like being in love like feels like euphoric and great but when you're actually um like loving each right other. when you're like in a long-term committed relationship it's after that in love period that's when like you actually have to try because 
you no longer it's no longer like oh i just always want to please this person it's more like you have to like go out of your way to do something that the person doesn't necessarily want to do and i won't get into the exact five love languages but it's really just about like you kind of like finding out what the other person needs to feel loved and to feel good and you doing it even if like you don't really want to do it Okay, because so but what's your so what your point is? My point when it has it relates to this is that you shouldn't get married in that in love phase because you don't really know who someone is. Yes. You should be with someone for I think they said that you the average amount of time it lasts is between a year and a half to two years. So yeah. that if you get married before that phase, you're still in that in love like Yeah, my friend we talked about this, my friends like now husband who they like got engaged kind of let in a year, one year. Right. He was like he he was really against getting engaged. Or he was a little, he's a little older. I think he was like 36 or something, but he was against like getting engaged even earlier than a year. But even he said like a year was pushing it, but he was so in love with like my friend that like, he was like, this is, she's the one I've already been dating for so long. She's the one. It doesn't even, right. there's no one else. And people say that, right. Wait, but anyway, but they're happy now. They've been married for no, many, I'm many sure, years. Right. I'm sure they do, but it's a riskier move. It's a much riskier move but, to do that. But my point, what his point is like, but not less than a year because you haven't seen the person in all ang- in all of their like angles in life, like in, in every situation that has happened in that right. year, like holidays. How are they during but the holidays? Saying- Somebody's birthday. Like how are they to your birthday or how are they to their birthday? Or like something is out to happen. That's a little negative mm-hmm. in one year. And you have to see how they cope with that. No, I think that's very true, but it's not even just about like the things that are happening and how it's like the way that you respond to those things is going to be much better than the way you respond. Like once you're in a comfortable position of like, yeah, once you're not wearing cute underwear, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's like, that's like the real you. And that's like when you, what you're doing matters the most because that actually requires effort. When you're like, you don't give a shit what pajamas you're wearing to sleep. Right, exactly. That's when like, if someone asks you to like pick up their dry cleaning, it's not like first nature to be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to pick up your dry cleaning for you. Don't get it yourself, fucker. Exactly. (laughs) Now you have to like work at it. You have to like want to do it. You have to try. Yeah. Um, So anyway, my thing with just with Haley and Justin is that they actually, they're they're in love. So this is not a good time to get married because you don't really know each other. Okay. I agree. I totally agree that all these like quick to, to marry like celebrity engagements are silly because they don't know each other and they're going to break up whatever. However, (laughs) I like Justin and Haley together. Okay, fine. Is what I'm saying. I think I'll always have a soft spot for Justin and Selena. I think Selena deserves better. I think she does too, but like I, I but I don't like the idea of I'm I'm upset on her behalf that he's moved on before her. I see what you mean. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's justice. I feel like she but I, should be like happily with someone. But I almost feel like good for it shows shows that like a woman doesn't need someone else to move on. She's doing well. So we think, yes. Everything is so we see on, on right, right. from photographs. We exactly. don't know anything. All of this could be completely the truth right. could be upside We're just down. Completely speculating. Yeah. They could all this hate is everyone all, in this scenario could hate each other. This podcast is fake news. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay, let's talk about something else. Okay, let's talk about the okay, this isn't the this isn't our bachelor podcast, but you should also watch. You should all listen, listen to. to our bachelor podcast. It's amazing. But now it's that actually off the air. Off until season. Well, don't January. forget January. You know how I remember that it always comes back in January. I think I talked about this. January? Yeah, when it when when it was Juan Pablo and I am the one. They said January fifth. And I was like, Oh, it's always going back in January. Yes, and it was like he is the one. He's the like one. Was, they had a very big one. Um I love that season. It was the worst. Um, and the best. Yeah, that's we had, what I mean. we had a, I feel like we had a lot of fun that season like recapping it so much fun but anyway there's um, a lot of drama in the bachelor nation there is a lot of drama so let's talk about first like jenna and jordan yeah um 
you didn't you haven't fully seen the most i didn't watch the right. last episode right basically they look they seem like they're super in love and then like but like right before the episode aired this person that jenna was i guess seeing like released these texts that she sent to him seeing which, on top of being like while, while being engaged, engaged to right Jordan. before the she was seeing him before the show she told him she was going on yeah. the show to her career it was released the night right. it was released the day that the finale was airing right so and, everyone got to like see these texts and then after that watch this finale where you can tell she's like full of shit although she is denying the fact Wait, that so you say what the text so the texts are just like basically like screenshots from this guy that she's quote unquote like in love with and like they're really all over the place one minute she's talking about like yeah. sucking his dick and then another minute she's just like i'm gonna ruin jordan's life i'm just gonna make something up he's not i'm not i don't even lo- love him let I'm alone like, so like better him. Than him i'm so he's beneath me all of this stuff i'm gonna break up with him pin it on him say something he did something horrible and i'm gonna come out on, right. on like, you top. know i'm just here for work and yeah something about her business and like starting her company some shit like that right so she's claiming the texts are fake which i don't really believe i don't believe it um jordan i guess broke up with her and he posted a model shot and then a long Wait, but on top of that jenna was supposed to come on our on the bachelor podcast right. that same day was uh, it was like planned she was all she's all confirmed the night before mm-hmm. and then reality steve posted these screenshots who the guy the guy sent and then she like sort of ghosted right. and then finally she answered derek who's our co-host derek peth peth derek um <laughs> he lost that i said that but she said like i'm sorry like i'm not allowed out of the house right i have to like talk to my lawyers or something mm-hmm. but the interesting thing about this reality steve article actually is like he he's like because he, he prefaced it with like ever, usually like all these things and all these tips that I get are about these like guys who are being these like fuck boys and like fucking around all these people and like everyone hates them and I have most large vast majority of the stuff I publish is about that yeah so this is like an interesting twist where it's actually like the girl who's like in it for the wrong reasons who like isn't actually there to find love and who is playing with like all these guys. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was also like an extra little like interesting. I liked it because I mean, I feel like there's so much truth in that. It's not only the guys. Right. All the women are out there looking for Instagram followers. Right. I think maybe they are. I think when I think of it, I think they're all looking for Instagram followers, but the girls are like genuinely more looking for love than the guys are. Maybe. I just get that. Maybe it's just because like, I don't know stereotypes or whatever, but I just kind of feel like the, like the girls are definitely there for the followers, but I do think that they're like, they get much more invested in these relationships than guys. Or you, th- you think they do. Mm-hmm. Um, also when, uh, not that this is going to be a full recap, but when Camille broke up with Annalise on the stage, that was like the most like, I can't believe fucked I up that. and entertaining thing that I've ever seen. I highly suggest you watch it. It was like, blew my mind and like everyone there was like oh my god this is so I fucked can't up believe I didn't this watch is so that. fucked up now you need um, to watch it you have to watch it it was like the most the best part of the season yeah but anyway so jake 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 who's jake jenna and jordan yes. <laughs> are now officially broken up and justice for jordan yes he even had he had already asked chris harrison to officiate their wedding on the beach next year in mexico but it also made me think like how like how much of an actress could she be that he he felt like it was genuine you know here's the thing i don't think he's particularly deep so I don't think it was like that's what the, none of these were the concept of getting engaged to someone that you've known for like for like eight uh, yeah. weeks on that is note. like completely absurd in itself. So yeah. like yeah, none of these people really know each other very well when we're talking about marriage or getting engaged. That's fucking crazy. Like no one should be getting down on one knee and proposing to anyone after they've spent their entire relationship on a beach. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. I'm thinking about this. Like, not to like change topics, but also stay on topic. You know how like they say when you know, you know, like you, you love at first or right. whatever. Like, just to use myself as an example, after my first date with Rusty, I like rem- I was drunk, but I remember saying to myself like, "Oh, he's totally the one okay. who I'm now engaged to." Okay. Have you ever but, have you ever thought that about any other guy? But I was a child. Okay. You know what I mean? In a real way, I went on lots of dates. I had boyfriend, like another boyfriend who I right. never thought that I went on so many dates before him, mm-hmm. and no one after my first date did I feel like that, right? But. Then again, I was with him for four years until we got engaged. Right. And so I think that if I had gotten like married to him eight weeks in or something, we would be divorced. Right. You might be like, I made a huge mistake. Yeah. Like, like Job. Right. Because <laughs> Job blues. Right. It makes the stakes are so much higher. I would be because I would be because I don't know myself then. Right. Or and him. Exactly. Really. Yeah. I don't know. my Like, I also don't know. Like, I'm a different person than I was four years ago. Like, and you just want to see how like just each other is like grows together. But, but the main difference is that like you go through all these like peaks and lows and you're just like, I don't know if this, he's the right. one. But once you're married, you're just like, fuck. You know what right. I mean? When, but you're not, you're just sort of like sticking it through. And then once you've stuck it through so many times, you're like, this is totally solid. Right. And we know how, like, it doesn't mean there's not going to be lows right. and highs, but you know how to, you're, the point is that you've be, that you've been through so much with the person that you know what to expect from them. And yeah. someone, someone's therapist was actually telling someone was telling me that their therapist said they said the best relationships are the are the ones where each partner can like anticipate how the other one is going to react and like the way that they like would like to be like informed of something or like being able to like have that so that's like really knowing someone is like i have something to tell you maybe it's something you don't want to hear how am I going to present it to you? When am I going to tell you? Like, I know I already, I already know how you're going to react to this. Um, and this is how I'm using my knowledge of how I know you to like relay information in the best way. Yeah. Right. That's in fighting or in like any other, anything. Right. It really has to do with anything. Like, I want to pick up food. This is what I'm getting. Like, no, it's, you know how right. I want, like, you know you what know I mean? That that's not something you know, that's, you know like, with, you know right. what I mean? Like you have to, your food's on your own. Look, you know, that bothers me. You didn't ask me about my, you know what I, right. like you have to just know how the other person yeah. works and like, like sort yeah, of I mean, doesn't mean, together. Exactly. It doesn't mean people can't like surprise you, but the in general, like, and that's why time is so important is because like you really like, you can't just know some the way that someone would react to something. If you barely like, in five seconds. Know who they are. You can know like a little bit about their personality, but you don't really it, know It like them. reminds me of like getting married to your like camp boyfriend after one right. summer. Yeah, and like you go home and you're like, what? That, this is not my real life. Right. Or like, who is this person? I've never seen them outside of camp. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. what are they like when they're not at the waterfront? <laughs> Lake or canteen. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, other things in, in Bachelor news, uh, more even faster news right. is that Becca M, the child, 23 is no. sorry i don't mean to say the child but basically she was the whole one that where ari was saying like right. she wasn't ready to have a baby because she herself looks like a bit no okay was <laughs> like sort of immature and she is now pregnant yeah i mean it was what like four months ago that her mom was declaring her miss her missing person because she didn't answer her phone for like what a was day? she doing like in a weed farm she was at like a marijuana farm which is great but still i mean she looks happy yeah i mean maybe it'll be fine sure uh, yeah sure like, sure we'll say sure. sure i mean like the baby's gonna be here I think she got married 
Did she? I think we were speculating that she did. I don't know. If it's, is it official? I don't know. It looked like I it. don't know. She's one of those. I mean, we had her on a podcast too. Um, she's one of those people who she was really nice. She seemed pretty funny, pretty chill. She's one of those people I have to say that kind of like is at that age, that post college age where you think that you know everything. Everything. Yeah, we can um, really. And we to used that. to be those people, so we can insult it. Um, and once you're like, once you hit like 25, you're like, oh, I don't know shit. That was weird. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't personally necessarily be before that, but I'm sure she'll figure it out. And she'll yeah. be fine. Like you, you're just literally slapped in the face with a huge reality. Right check do you remember graduating and just being like oh i know like how we the world i know how the book. world i know how the world we works wrote, right we wrote a whole book called how to win at basically everything at 23 mind you it's a hysterical book, it's a great book everyone should read it it's called nice it's just a place in france how to win at basically everything but we wrote it under like the feelings that we were so smart and knew everything exactly. and no one else knows anything if you want to know like how how like wrong our 22 year old brains were <laughs> and how much we thought we knew pick up nice it's just a place in france you know what else you should pick up or pre-order um is our brand new our third book our second book is about dating since we've been talking about dating you should also read that but our third book is called when's happy hour work hard so you can hardly work it is a career focused book super funny super lighthearted. we talk about how also we started informative batches very informative um we really not to get all like emotional here but we really really appreciate it if you guys can pre-order it makes a huge difference for us we want to be new york times bestsellers again for the third time and it makes a huge difference please the book comes out october 23rd so if you can pre-order it before then anywhere books are sold anywhere books are sold you can also go to betches.co slash whh and then screenshot your pre-order tag betches we'll put it on our insta story you can tag either also the two of us i'm looking for more followers so <laughs> just just yeah. you know to be honest Less than the bat, might not as good as as many much as the Bachelor, but yeah, yeah you can see my face tune photos you and you know mediocre you pics of my dog. So like, just <laughs> anyway, do that. We love you. Okay, let's do an email. Dear Betches, I just have a lot of feelings. Okay. okay. I'll read the first one. Go for it. Hey, Batches. So much praise for all you do. All your media is so relatable. My media. And uh, makes navigating through my early 20s is much easier. Your hilarious podcast also helps me through my 9 to 5. Speaking of which, I'm 24 years old and currently work at an ad agency in Chicago. I've been slaving at the same desk for a little over a year now. I'm leaving in January to go to work slash to go work slash backpack in Australia for anywhere between six months to a year with some friends. Sounds fun. My company gives crappy pay, but good perks. It's all about the perks, Michael <laughs> Scott. Um, one of our perks is getting seven paid days off at the holidays. Here's my dilemma. It's in a perfect world. I want to put two, in my two weeks notice the day I get back from holiday break. That way, I'll get to Australia to meet my friends as soon as possible while also making more money. Not only will I get the money from the paid days off, but I'll get money from the extra two weeks of working working I put in from when I put in my two, two weeks, weeks notice. notice. Yeah. So that's extra an extra month's pay for working half the time. I'm not trying to milk twice the pay for half the labor. I'm just trying to work as long as I can before leaving for Australia and the timing is unfortunate. At the same time, I of course feel shitty for getting all those paid days off then quitting. I don't want to leave the, leave a bad impression on anyone that I've worked with because of future job recommendations, etc. I work really hard at my job, have taken charge of planning social events for my office and have gotten great feedback from mentors that I work with. But my company has struggled financially in the past year. I had to go out of my way to ask for a performance review and a raise and my salary would definitely be a lot higher elsewhere in Chicago. If I wasn't going in, to Australia in January, I'd be seeking greener greener pastures regardless. 
So my question, should I quit my job before the long holiday break and just suck up the loss of pay? Or should I quit after the break, even though it's morally incorrect and could, could hurt future job recommendations? Also, if I know I'm leaving my job further than two weeks in advance, should I let my employer know so I can help a new person transition, etc.? Or keep it to myself, lest it makes my work life weird or they let me go earlier than I want. Part of me is like business is business, but I also don't want to burn unnecessary bridges plus the karma. Plus like, like karma. karma. <laughs> I especially look forward to hearing what you have to say from the point of view of a CEO slash supervisor. Thanks so much for all your fortune cookie wisdom and everything you do. Oh, this is rough to see it from both perspectives because I do. Right. Because I'm trying to think if I someone think- did that here i want to know how big this company is right that also depends the bigger the company the less they give a shit the less fucked up this is yeah the less people notice right if you're like if you're working for if you're like one employee and you work for one person that's obviously pretty messed up or like even like 10 people either they notice you they know you Mm -hmm. um i think the most important thing here is your future job recommendations because if you go to your next job after you come back from australia and you're like uh yeah i can't give you a reference they're gonna wonder why you're not gonna get any jobs right i mean i think everyone has to give you a reference don't they they just be like you're you were fine which is essentially saying you weren't fine no but i mean yeah you're like you'll you'll be like good it's not i wouldn't yeah if if you burn them here's what i would do I would give them a lot of notice, a lot of notice. I would say I would not two weeks. I would give them like one month, one month, maybe even more, because then if you're giving them more and you're, and you're saying you want to work two weeks past, she wants to work two weeks past this period or she wants to quit immediately after she gets back for the vacation. No, she wants to give two weeks when she gets back from vacation. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I think you do it two weeks before the vacation and you say, I want to, I'm leaving in a month. Right. Because they probably, because then you're giving them a month's notice. You're still going to get paid for those days, but you're also letting them know. And if they want to handle it differently, you're giving them that option, but you can say, I can work for this long. I want to help you find a replacement. I want to give you a lot of notice so that you're not stuck. The other, yeah. The other thing to consider though, is that I want to know if you've ever taken any other PTO days, because if these are your own, you worked there for a year, you deserve seven PTO days, right? She's saying everyone, everyone gets off these days. Yeah. So you, everyone deserves them. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. but I just want to know, like if she's taken advantage of whatever, right. vacation yeah. system they have then probably you shouldn't you shouldn't take the, the pto from us for the for the holidays i think that would be a nice thing and i think that you could like but i agree you know what i mean right you can offer at least to be like yeah but i think you should do it in advance say i'm here i really want to work i want to train the next person i'm going to do everything i can i think to a make month's this, notice is nice yeah. like if you're on good terms with the company a month notice is, be, is basically like especially because you're, you're not going to a different company you're going to australia so it's also less of like a burn you could be yeah. like i'm not like i love working here i want i don't want to leave you guys like um like without someone to replace me i want to help you find someone and like train them and so like everything runs smoothly so yeah. i want to give you a month and like i know we have that pay, like the whole company has those paid vacation days so like um you can let me know like how comfortable you are with that, I'd be happy to like help you with anything you need to get done before that. And then when we get back, I'll make sure that everything's running smoothly before I leave. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. great. I'm glad. Let us know how that goes. Yes. Reader. Well, yes. But um, we'll be right back because we do want to talk about something else that's very important, which is talk space, which I mean, we were just talking about like therapy, therapy and yeah. relationships and honestly, like 
I have a therapist. I have a therapist. Right. And like you can talk to them about anything from like relationships to work problems to problems with your friends and like they're great. I think everyone should have one. I agree. Well, so um, one of our spo- so as Jordan, one of our sponsors is Talkspace. It's an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist, not just like talking to Sammy, um, <laughs> from anywhere at any time. All you need is computer, internet, and or the app, and and it's, especially if you're super busy, it's really really helpful. Because um, right, you don't have to like go into an office or like. Um, and there's person who can like, there's someone there who can like text you and talk to you every day. Like if you're in the midst of like a breakdown, you can right. like text someone and somebody will be, and it's not like your friend who's like partially biased, you exactly. know? Exactly. Everyone should have an objective person in their life mm-hmm. that they can like, who's licensed and like knows how to like work through issues and you can, right, and, get yeah, to- and, th- and therapy doesn't always have to be this like, <gasps> So why do you think and how do you feel about that? Like the like uh, what what do what did your mom do to you that you are this way? It's not it doesn't have to be about that. You can like learn little behaviors or little tools to get you through your days and um and as a, again a person who is in therapy this has been super super helpful. Just little tricks. Right. So the the Talkspace platform has over 2000 licensed therapists who are experienced in address experience in addressing life uh, challenges that we all face uh, to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Go to talksplace.com slash betch and use the code betch to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this um, for this show as well. That's betch and talkspace.com slash betch to get there. Okay, so let's get to the second question. Second dear betch. Um, I'll read this one. Dear Betches, love the pot. I have, <laughs> I have, I have left my conservative Southern views because of y'all and what? <laughs> and I'm so grateful. Girl power, equal rights, all the things. Okay. Anyway, I need your advice. I recently left a three-year relationship with my emotionally abusive boyfriend. The relationship was a toxic environment and he isolated me from everyone, friends and family. Because I'm out of that environment, I want to hang out with my friends again and establish my independence and a good girl gang to support me. I've tried reaching out to all of my friends who I've kept in contact with. I even was as far as reaching out, I even went as far as reaching out to my ex's friends girlfriends to hang no one seems to respond even when i send them a message in our group text how do i rekindle these relationships or are they a lost cause if so how does one go about making new batches sos lonely batch okay wait should we give some background info i'm background info i'm 22 all my friends are from my sorority who have since graduated i live 30 minutes or approximately from all of them um my ex yelled at me and verbally abused me when i would see them (laughs) my god Think, good job bringing up with him. Um, I'm still in college and I've tried to make friends in my classes, but they are all adult learners, 35 plus. Okay. So I think the main thing that that you're missing here is the, okay. So you haven't really spoken to these people in a while because of this relationship, right? So you don't want to just contact someone like that you kind of like lost touch with or who you had like negative contact with and just be like, Hey, want to hang out? Because that person's gonna be like, fuck you. What? You broke up with your boyfriend. Now you want to hang out with me? Yeah. There's always that girl. Right. Well, you really, what you want to do is like send like a real sincere message to people that you like, think you, that you did really care about that you really did that you are actually hurt that you're no longer in contact with. And don't send like one boilerplate message to everyone. (laughs) Exactly. What you say is like, Hey, like, Hey X, like 
I wanted to say like, I'm really sorry for like the fact that like our friendship has kind of drifted apart when I was dating this guy. Like it was kind of like a, it was a little bit of a toxic relationship and it was very tough for me to see people during this time. And I'm sorry if, if you, if you felt like I cut you out or if I wasn't speaking to you as much, I would really love to like get together and talk catch about, to talk about it and catch up and like, I would do this to one out. person and yeah. I would hang out with the them. most important person. Yeah. And then because that person is going to get this message and message someone and be like, Hey, did you get this shit? You know what I mean? Right. And they're going to talk shit about I you. Send up a ma- right. exactly. I wouldn't send up a mass text about it. I would send it to like the one person that you actually felt like you were closest to that you actually feel the worst about the fact that you're no longer in contact mm-hmm. with because no, again, no one wants like, you do the most annoying thing is for someone who like has like who is kind of wronged you or who you feel may have wronged you to just pretend like nothing happened yeah so you want to like be real you want to be like addressing what's going on because if you're just like hey want to hang out and they know you broke up they're going to be like oh if there's persons using me because they don't they're not in a relationship anymore there's always that girl in high school remember she would like have a boyfriend she would stop talking to you like your friend like she would hang out with you all the time like you and your friends and then like she would find a boyfriend either it was through your friend group or like some other way right and then she they broke up she comes back hey guys what are you doing what exactly. hang? and you're like no bitch <laughs> yeah and that gets annoying but if that person was like hey like i know i've been like a little bit of a shitty friend like i kind of let our friendship yeah. i haven't really been focusing on a friendship and like um and i'm upset about that and i'm really sorry yeah that i did that to you and i think if you say that in a really sincere way the person is much more likely to answer your text instead of sending out a group text like who's free tonight to like yeah. hang because i feel like the underlining thing is that when two people are talking like if you're not calling out like the elephant right like you're not being self-aware it doesn't matter what the elephant is if you do something you did that's shitty or the other person you're calling out the fact and you're saying you're sorry and like i realize i've been a shitty friend that person like all right well i can't say anything i'll hang out with you right or unless, like unless they've complete unless you've completely done something shitty that you're not telling us to this person right it just sounds like she like didn't really like put that invest that much in her friendships while she was with this guy and maybe it was this guy's fault a little bit but also like i mean that is also a choice on your end and then something you could talk about when you like meet up with them right just have a real conversation but definitely don't go into i wouldn't go into it the way you're doing it i don't think you necessarily have to make a whole new group of friends if you did find those friendships like fulfilling and meaningful then you should just be real and apologize and try to get back in into their lives in probably a small way at first you can't like expect someone to be Mm -hmm. like oh my god we're best friends again immediately if you haven't spoken to them in three months yeah um but you know put your foot in the door be real and i think it should be fine be real be real okay want to play some games let's do it okay would you rather your mom be becca m or kylie jenner i have my answer kylie jenner yeah Duh. She's, I don't think she's going to be a better mom. I think she's a great mom. Really? Yes. Why do you think she's a great mom? Oh my God, I think Kylie has the answer to I think Kylie... Okay, we say I talked about this in another episode when we totally understand what Kylie means. I don't know if we talked about it in DST or The Last Batch Slapped, but we totally get what she means by 27 or 2018 was about realizing things. That was 2016 like was about no, it realizing was 17. things. It was 17. Was it 17? Yeah. And we like get which she's like, I think she's a great mom. She's always said how badly she wants to be a mom and like she, she has all of the money. She doesn't take care of that kid herself. That's what she I'm has saying. Like, I feel like a Kylie Jenner would hire me the best fucking nanny and I'd, I'd have the best nanny she wouldn't only hire you the best nanny she, she would, would hire me, you like an army of no, nannies she definitely yeah the best group of the best yeah. team she 
hiring a Jenner would hire me the best village to raise raise my team exactly to raise me um but there's no way Kylie Jenner is changing diapers or doing any of that shit she definitely like picks the baby up for a picture pose and I know this because I do this with my nieces so I know the move (laughs) um where you're like you like pick you like you pick the baby up you like put it in like the exact like maternal nurturing position that you want it to be put in (laughs) you make sure the pictures are taken and then you give it right back you give it right back to the person as soon as it starts making a noises or requests yeah she's but yeah that's so So, yeah like but (gasps) again oh that's so true i would have a much easier life i might have i think think you'll have i think her kid will still have some issues with like Every kid's going to have yeah. issues. Any kid that's now a baby growing up on Instagram is going to have issues. Um, okay. Also, their name is Storm. His, her name is Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was um, telling me is Alexa. I, th- I run Alexa was telling me about like she was talking. She did some sort of interview with thing with uh, who was who she who did Kylie Travis? or Alexa did it no Kylie was did an interview with Travis, with Travis and she's like you know like Travis like which of these dogs is my favorite <laughs> and he's like I don't know it's like and she's like, they all like kind of rhyme with Stormy oh Forgot what it was another <laughs> I don't know I just love Kylie like the way she named the, the, the kid was just like she had like a, a, a group of like rhymes that she had with her dogs and then now like the the kid also rhyme with that name whatever whatever okay give me the next all question. right would you rather your parents be ariana grande and pete davidson or Haley baldwin and justin bieber oh my god what a hard question it is tough i i, th- I feel I like i think Haley and justin i think ariana and pete actually oh interesting i feel like pete is like very doting and he'd be like a good dad i feel like he'd be like a little obsessive but i feel like he would like really care i think justin is like so obsessed with his like cousins and his nieces or whatever and Aren't he's like his like siblings his like step siblings sorry or half siblings i don't know who all the children are the instagram dad has like a few kids yeah i don't know I, there's something about Haley and justin that seems so pure and like just loving <laughs> to me why you think they're so I, pure they're just i don't know maybe it's because they're so blonde <laughs> and like ariana and pete are very dark and like that's they're real they are okay like they're very like they, physically no like they're they're like their comedy his comedy's oh. dark her like instagrams are very dark like her her music is a little bit i mean like, it just means they're like more insightful and introspective maybe yeah but i don't know i think uh, Pete would be a good day. i feel like he's obsessed with ariana and like the way he treats her is probably how he treat like a child but I think Justin would be just as good of as a papa. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. I do. I think. I feel I, like he would not be. He'd be like, he's not mature enough. Well, he was about to be recently. Oh, yeah. Who do you, who is more rather, money? Are Justin or Ariana? I think Justin probably has more money than everyone else on this okay well list. then i'm choosing justin and Haley because again but if still, you can't but, raise me but it's not that much more it's like not like ariana and P, it's not like you're living a different lifestyle Correct. he just has Correct. more money but i don't think it's gonna make you this me as their child any happier i guess i might want rather be a baldwin is really how it's gonna is end that, instead of a davidson a baldwin yeah a baldwin yeah. bieber Email us if you agree, yeah, if disagree, because this is a really hard question. If you have an email for us, also email us at slappedatbetches.com. All right, last shoot, fuck, Mary's may seem kind of random because it, it doesn't have to do with any it, of the <laughs> stuff we talked about, but I was just thinking about it. Okay, go. Um, Chris Pratt, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, shoot, fuck, Mary. Shoot, fuck, Mary, Chris, 
Paul Rudd. Oh, Steve Carell. I know. Who am I going to marry? This is tough. Okay. I am not marrying Chris Pratt because he and Anna divorced. Yeah. I'm upset with him about that. Very. And now he's dating a 22 year old. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. Oh, she was really nice. So I would have sex with him. Okay. Um, So we're deciding who we want to marry of Steve or Paul. And shit it's yeah, hard I guess I'd have sex with Chris Pratt like like now Chris Pratt not like Chris Pratt like 10 I years I wouldn't even ago. have sex with Pudgy's Chris Pratt he would like be funny um <laughs> so um, exactly what you want yeah, in a sexual yeah. partner hysterical <laughs> <laughs> tell me a joke um I think I'd marry Paul Rudd he just seems like a good dude so does Cr- Steve so Carell come on and he's like very I feel like and he's so funny he's kind of old though yeah, but he's it. hot. Oh, old. Paul Rudd is still old. He just, he just looks, looks like exactly he's the same. This is tough. Oh my god. Oh my. I don't know. I think I'm gonna shoot Chris Pratt. Um, have sex with Paul Rudd and marry Steve Carell. You just want him to slap in the bass while you have sex <laughs> with Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I think I'm gonna marry Steve Carell because I can like take office jokes all. I like, about the I'm office. sure he loves that all the time. There's literally <laughs> nothing he hates more than anyone talking to him about the office or repeating a Michael Scott quote. I'm sure he just gets that like constantly. I don't fucking care. We do it all every day of our marriage, and it's gonna make You're us gonna have to happy. deal with it. Yes. Okay. That's been the episode, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget betches.co slash whh pre-order our book we'll love you forever screenshot it put on your story we'll re we'll re story we'll reinst the story <laughs> all right okay bye, bye. betches